Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey, mamacita, welcome to the Mamas con Ganas podcast. That's mamas as in, hey, mama, y te traemos episodios para que tengas las ganas de motivarte, surgir y triunfar. Don't be a mama con drama. Let's be mamas con ganas. I'm your host, Valentina Izara. On this episode of the Mamas Con Ganas podcast, I'm going to be talking about seven things that might be holding you back, mamacita. Seven things that might be the obstacle that you're facing that won't let you get through to the other side to where you want to be. So do you know what's holding you back? If you don't, stay tuned. Mamacita, I wanted to do this episode because I actually... I was invited to be a speaker at this beautiful special event of my friends. It's actually one of my sister's best friends is launching a book. She just launched her website. She's a lifestyle leader, um, Rochelle Pena. If you want to follow her on Instagram, I'm going to be bringing her on the, on the podcast just so that you know, because her story is remarkable, but I don't want to give too much away yet. Um, you can follow her on at Rochelle Pena underscore. Anyways, she had this beautiful event it's, it was called the Elevated Ladies Night. It was on Friday. And she invited um, me along with three other amazing women who are doing incredible things, entrepreneurs, um, to speak about our journey and what we're doing. So it was a beautiful night. Why? Because we were surrounded by a bunch of inspirational women. I don't think there was one woman who walked away from that event without having learned something from another woman, which is really cool when women get together and we elevate each other. I think it's just the most amazing things. And it really is truly the reason why I created the Mamas Con Ganas podcast. So on that, in that event, um, there was a question that was asked um, by another one of our friends. And she was wondering, like, she wanted to get a take on from the, all of the speakers of about what we had overcome in order to get to where we were now. And what are those things, those obstacles that held us back that we were able to push through? So it was a very interesting question. And for some reason, I kept thinking about that. And I kept wondering like, wow, what holds us back? What truly is the one thing that holds all of us back? Is there one thing or are there several things? So I started doing a little bit of research and I started like listing all the things that I have um, that I have had in my life that has stood that have stood as an obstacle to my goals, things that have held me back in the past. I realized some things that held me back once no longer hold me back. But then I realized that, you know, life is uh, is a journey, goes up and down. It's a very interesting adventure. And sometimes the things that used to hold us back no longer do. And sometimes we recycle the things that used to hold us back because we come back to them and then they hold us back again. So anyways, I wanted to give you seven things that could be holding you back at this moment from getting to the next level, whatever for you that next level is. 
And since I'm constantly trying to grow, trying to have um, just basically, you know, continue in my continue in my journey of self-development. And I always want to be better and become better and like do more. And I have more, more and more, let's say outrageous goals set out for myself. I always want to kind of know what's holding me back so that I can overcome it so that I know what monster it is that I'm facing. So number one, um, when I started thinking about all of these things, I realized that one of the biggest things that can hold us back is our self-image. The self-image that we have of ourselves. And with that, I mean like our identity, the identity that we have created for ourselves. If we uh, identify as, if we say out loud, oh, I am a procrastinator or I am undisciplined, whatever follows that I am. And I know that there's a lot of people who talk about the power of I am. Um, for example, I know there was this pastor that my husband used to listen to a lot, uh, whose name is Joel Osteen. And he used to always say that the most powerful thing, words that you could say are I am. And whatever follows I am will come chasing you. So we have to be very careful um, of the self-image that we create. But this is a really cool thing. This is something that's malleable. We can actually expand our self-image. We can change. We can transform into different, to literally completely different people if we take a look at who we want to become, have a vision of what we desire, then start speaking words out loud of what it is that we want to be and then start aligning our actions with our words, which is kind of the tricky part because in the beginning, when we are so far away from the vision that we hold for ourselves, you know, we might not even dare to actually say out loud what it is that we are wanting to welcome into our lives, the new self-image you know, that we have for ourselves. We are, are afraid to talk out loud about our vision of our future selves. And that sometimes holds us back because we remain stuck in this old image of ourselves. Like we could stay stuck in this image that no longer serves us, right? And it could be things that have haunted us from when we were little. Maybe something happened to us and we had somebody tell us that we were stupid. And then we held on to that self-image. And then every time something happens that, you know, that's frustrating for us, we might go back to, oh man, I'm so stupid. I'm so stupid. And then when we stay stuck in that, we're like staying stuck in the past and we're not speaking new things of ourselves to create a space for intelligence and for being smart and for, let's say, stepping into another aspect of ourselves that we want to see flourish. So I wanted to share, like, for example, like how just how this sort of plays out. You know, when we have uh, this image of ourselves that we want to create, but we're so far away from it. Like, for example, I remember when I, I remember the first time I thought to myself, like, I want to be an actress, right? But I wasn't an actress. And it was far away. It was a vision I had for myself. And I was scared of speaking out loud because, of course, we're scared of what other people might think, right? And then our actions are obviously not aligned because our actions are our words. We don't even dare speak it. So it's like, first, we have to you know, hold tight to that vision and protect the vision that we have of our future selves, whatever that vision that you have for yourself is, whether it's to be an entrepreneur or to be a mother or to be a better mother or a better entrepreneur or whatever it is that you want to be, you know, hold that vision 
and take care of it and protect the vision. Because like I said, some people might not be so keen as to you becoming that which you want to become for different reasons. So we have to protect that. And then we have to start speaking things out loud or perhaps writing the image, the self-image that we want to create or that we want to expand into, write it down on paper. And I remember thinking to myself, like, I want to be an actor. I am an actor. And I remember it was di it's different to write, I want to be this, than actually saying, I am this. And I remember the first time that I came back from out of the country and I was writing, like, my profession on, you know, the, the, um, the airport when you come back and you have to sign that uh, the paper, like the immigration paper, and it asks you your profession, your, your occupation. I remember the first time I wrote down, I'm an actor. And it felt like, oh, I'm an actor. I guess I'm an actor because I, I say I'm an actor, right? And it's interesting because as soon as you start speaking it out loud, you start wanting your actions to be aligned with it. Because as Tony Robbins says, the most powerful force of the human psyche is for our actions and our words to be aligned with our identity. So it's very interesting how sometimes what we see for ourselves in the future, that vision of our future selves that we want to aspire to be can be very different from who we are. And we might even start saying what we want to be, but then our actions are not aligned with it. And when our actions are not aligned with our words and with our vision, there's like an incongruence inside. There's like a discomfort. There is just, just feeling of things not being right. We love as humans, we have this need to feel that all of those things are aligned, that our thoughts are aligned with our words, the things that come out of our mouth. And that is aligned also with the actions that we're taking. And it's really cool because when all of those things are aligned, all of a sudden, it's like we step into a new self image. So what's holding, what could be holding you back? Perhaps there is an I am that you're saying to yourself that's no longer serving you. Perhaps it's attached to a bad experience that you had, your circumstances, your past, or something that somebody else said. And perhaps that I am is giving you this identity of somebody that you no longer want to be. So my suggestion for the, for you, if, if this is where you suffer, if your identity of yourself, if you envision something for yourself, but you're not quite there yet. And by the way, I think we're always expanding into something new. I always have a like future self vision of who I want to grow into, right? But if we know that, okay, what's happening right now is I have a vision for who I want to be. And perhaps the words that are coming out of my mouth are not aligned to that vision. So the first thing I need to do, the first thing that might be holding me back is my words. What are the words that are say, that I'm saying? Is my would my future self, the person that I envision, be saying these words that I'm saying out loud right now? And if they would be saying something different, then I would start changing my vocabulary. I'd be starting to be more conscious of the things that are coming out of my mouth. And then afterwards, you know, from that place of your future self, think to yourself, well, what would my future self be doing right now? And from that future self, start acting and aligning not only your words to your vision, but then also your actions to your vision so that you feel like a congruency starting to take place. So that way your self-image is no longer something that will be holding you back. It actually will be something that will be propelling you forward because you're going to be so in line with aligning your words and actions to your future, to the future vision of your ideal self, 
that you will just have a laser focus of where you want to go. So I feel like that's like the number one thing that I wanted to start with. Don't let your self-image or your past self-image or even the present self-image hold you back. Envision something new for the future and step into that from that place of your future self. Okay, number two, what's another thing that could be holding you back? Well, I think this, what I'm going to mention is something that's very obvious, but it needs to be said because it holds a lot of people back. And that is negativity, right? There's a lot of people that you see out there where I don't know if you've ever encountered somebody where you, you know, they're so negative and they're, they start complaining about, they're always constantly complaining about their lives and talking about how nothing works for them. And then they're always saying like, oh, things never work out for me. And I don't know why. And I don't know why. And you on the outside are looking, are you looking at that going, well, I definitely know why, because all that's being spoken is negativity. So mamacita, if you have fallen into the trap of that negativity cycle, I invite you to at least start being conscious of the things that you're saying. And when you catch yourself, right? Cause you might not catch yourself a hundred times, a hundred percent of the time, but when you catch yourself being negative and putting yourself down that critical voice that I spoke about on the last episode, the self, the, the voice of self-loathing, when you, when you catch yourself in that mode, make it a point to turn it around, to start flipping upside down those affirmations, those negative affirmations into positive affirmations, or at least release them. Because if it feels too extreme going from the negative straight to the positive, just basically saying, hmm, well, maybe, maybe not. At least start questioning it so that you're not so held back on the fact that you're just basically bombarding yourself with pure negativity. Along with this is also um, limiting beliefs. And limiting beliefs are usually accompanied, usually accompany um, that negativity, right? When people are very negative, it's always has a, a limiting belief behind that negativity. Like for example, let's say a woman who's trying to find a partner and she keeps saying to herself, well, there's no good fish in the sea. There's no good men out there. You know, I, I never, I always go on bad dates. Like the men are horrible that I go out on dates with or whatever. And they're always complaining, complaining. Well, the, there's a negative or a limiting belief there where that person is already thinking or believing that there are no good men out there. And she hasn't even realized that if she does want to find that ideal partner of hers, then she first starts, has to start believing in that. So for example, and like, let's take an example of in your life, like in your career, let's say you want to move forward in your career, but you've been very negative. Maybe you realize that you've been a bit negative and you've been putting yourself down a lot. Start looking at those be limiting beliefs that you might have about you um, succeeding in the workplace and write them out loud. What are those things? What are those beliefs about you that you keep saying to yourself that are, they might be individual limiting beliefs, meaning it has to do only with you. Like you, you have this belief that you are X, Y, Z, and it might not be something positive, or it might be like a universal belief. Like you might think, well, you know, women can't get ahead in the workplace. And so you might stay stuck in that belief, and that holds you back from actually seeing the opportunities that are out there for you because you're putting yourself in sort of, let's say, the victim seat. So release those negative beliefs and the negativity and at least be aware of it. Because I think in order to overcome negativity and limiting beliefs, we first have to become aware of having those thoughts, right? Having those negative thoughts and 
and we have to be aware of the limiting beliefs that are holding us back. And I think an exercise that's wonderful for this literally is journaling. And I, I do this a lot because you'll start to, I start to uncover things about myself like, oh my goodness, I didn't even know that this was a limiting belief that I held to be true. And then when I look at it, I'm like, well, that's pretty ridiculous. I, I literally tell myself and I decide, well, I choose to believe something else from now on because beliefs are chosen. You have the ability to choose another belief for yourself. Okay. Number three, huge, 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 huge. Something that holds people back is their entourage, meaning the people that they hang out with, right? There's a, there's a saying that you are the average of the five person that you hang out with the most. So if you hang, again, if you hang around people that are putting you down constantly, people that are negative, people that are com constantly complaining, all of this, you know, it will bring you down. Tell me who you hang out with, I tell my children, and I'll tell you who you are. So it is very, very, very important who you hang out with. Along with this is also, it's extremely important, also the content that you listen to. Sometimes we don't realize how much time we spend by ourselves. How much time we spend by ourselves consuming content, listening to podcasts, listening to the radio, listening to this and that, looking at the news. What are you consuming? That is also your entourage. So be very mindful of the things that you decide to ingest, to bring into your day. Be very mindful of what you decide to listen to. Because let me tell you, I think this has been one of the most powerful things in my life. And again, just as like when we expand our self-image and we create a new identity for ourselves, and that can propel us to go forward, push ahead and achieve our goals, like it will literally be a magnet that pulls us to where we wanna be. This works in the same fashion. Like if we surround ourselves with positive content, things that we listen to that lift us up, people around us that are constantly teaching us, uh, pushing us to grow, because sometimes that growth can be very uncomfortable. And I always say that like my husband, does not give me comfort. He pushes me to grow. And I think I do the same thing for him. And we love that about each other. We love the fact that sometimes, you know, obviously we need words of affection. We need words of affirmation. We need to lift each other up. But at the same time, we also need to be grounded and we also need to be pushed to grow. And I think that the people that we, when we hang around people that are constantly, you know, they're, they're kind, obviously that they're kind, but also when they call us out, when we're not doing things right, when they're honest with us, like authentic, genuine with us in our shortcomings. And of course, that means that we have to listen and we have to be open to listening to the critique, right? The, the loving critique, the, 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 the things that we might not want to hear, but that we might want to hear in order to change something about ourselves that maybe has not been helping us or hasn't really been, you know, moving us in the right direction. So your entourage, be careful who you hang out with, because let me tell you that could definitely be holding you back or it could be pushing you forward and elevating you. And that's why it's so beautiful. Like the Friday night that I was telling you about that I went, it was so exciting because it was like, there was this energy and this vibe in the event about of all of these women sort of like pushing each other forward, right? Because comfort, I don't want to be comfortable. I want to be pushed to grow. I want to be able to, like, of course I want to be in like fertile ground that allows me to grow, but I want also to be around like other flowers that are growing, right? 
and learn from them. I want to learn from other women, from other people. I want to get mentors. Surround yourself with people that lift you up. Not necessarily keep you comfortable, mamacita, but people that will teach you, people that will mentor you, and people that will inspire you, motivate you, and push you to be the best of who you, of who you can be. Okay, number four. Another thing that holds people back is inaction. It's like the paralysis, right? Too much analysis causes paralysis. I think this is like huge. And sometimes we go through moments. I know I've been there. There have been moments in my life where this has been my biggest obstacle is like my inaction. I have all these ideas in my head. I'm an ideas person. I'm a creative. I have all these things that I want to do. And, you know, and I remember there was a moment in time where I was just like a frustration because it was like all inaction. It was all in my head and there was no action taking place. And I think I'm going to circle back to number one because here, if you know what your ideas are, you know what you want to do, you know what you want to bring forth, then start asking yourself, well, what would my future self be doing? And then go. Take action. Even if it's one tiny step forward, take one tiny step forward each day. Okay. Number five, this goes this goes with the inaction. Another thing that could be holding you back, and this was huge. This is actually what I talked about um, in the event when they asked me like something that I had overcome in order to get to another place in my life. And it, it's perfectionism, overcoming perfectionism. Perfectionism holds a lot of people back because why? We start overanalyzing. We're really hard on ourselves. We want it to be perfect, 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 perfect. We're waiting for the right moment at the right time, everything to be lined up just perfectly. And then we don't take action because what? The real timing might never come. We have to take action. We have to trust ourselves. I think the whole thing with perfectionism is allowing us the grace to make mistakes. I think a lot of us are afraid to make, mis to make mistakes. And I think in the past, the perfectionism thing for me was precisely that. It was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want to fuck up. I don't want to, I don't want to do things wrong. Uh, you know, and then, then, then the fear of rejection comes in the fear of, of, let's say the fear of failure, the fear of looking ridiculous in front of other people. And we start considering all these other things and then we just become paralyzed. We don't take action. We start indulging in the perfectionism and that can be deadly, 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 deadly. Know that the perfectionism that you're looking for, that striving towards growth, the excellence, yes, you could strive for excellence, but don't strive to be perfect. Strive to be excellent and then put yourself out there little by little by little and be good to yourself in the sense that let yourself know even before you, before you put yourself out there. And I constantly still need to remind myself daily of this might not be perfect, but it's okay. It's the next step forward. This podcast episode might not be 100% perfect. I might listen to it and there might be a couple of things that I want to tweak, but I'm putting it out there, out there anyways. Why? Because the message needs to be heard. And because finished is better than perfect. What is it? Is that, is that what they, what does my husband always say? Finished is better. I, I forget, I'm forgetting now, but there's a saying, and you guys know what I'm talking about, mamacita. We're like, some people never finish something because they're waiting for perfection, right? Done is better than perfect, something like that. 
I'm going to, I'm going to remember, I'm going to remember that and come back to that. But you guys know what I'm saying? Like, it's better for you to go out there, put yourself out there. Yes. Strive for excellence, but at the same time, take action because nothing happens if without action. And if you're striving for perfection and you never take a move, you just stay in your head and you're dead. That's where it is. Okay. Number six. Ooh, this was a big one for me too. Oof. Oof. Lack of consistency. That might be what will be hold, what is holding you back. Consistency, I think, is such a key word when it comes to everything in our lives. When we have, you know, what's the one thing that we always want to have by our side is consistency, whether it's working out consistently or communicating with our family and our friends consistently or eat, eating healthy consistently or putting out work consistently. I think like what holds a lot of people back is that they start doing something and then they're not consistent with it. And they're so hard on themselves. I know for me, like in the past, I, when I wasn't consistent, I, the critical voice inside was so nasty that I would just stop and then I wouldn't do anything. And then I'd enter it back into the cycle of inaction. And so I think one of the, one of the important things here is to keep like holding on to like self-care and self-love and know, okay, yes, we might have like missed the boat on that one. Or maybe we, maybe we weren't consistent for one week, but don't let that inconsistency, like if we don't do it once to then take you completely off the track, like keep the train on the track and keep going. You might have made a stop, but that doesn't mean you're not going to keep going consistency, make consistency your friend and be good to yourself when you might miss that consistency for a week or two, but then get back on it. And I think part of that is really just being loving with yourself and like forgiving yourself for that and knowing, okay, that's it. Now let's keep going. Let's go. And I will say one more thing with consistency, because since it was such a, a, a hard thing, a hard thing for me in the past is this. If you make up your mind, like truly make up your mind that what you desire is consistency and you hold that vision again in your head of being a consistent woman, one day you'll be consistent because you know that no matter what happens and how many inconsistencies you have, the road that you're traveling on is the road to consistency. And then you keep, you keep bringing yourself back. And one day you'll look back and you're like, oh, OMG, I'm being consistent. And it'll feel so good because you know that the only thing that you needed in order for that consistency to take place is for you to have made up your mind that your, that your goal is to be consistent. And you know that no matter how many, like I said, no matter how many inconsistencies come your way, no matter, no matter how many times you fail at being consistent, if you know in your mind, well, it doesn't matter because I'm going to be, I'm going to be consistent. And that's where my goal is. And that's where my, the head, like my, or the space in my head is. If that's where I'm headed, that's where I'm headed. And I'm not giving up. And after so many times of not giving up, you'll realize, wow, I'm really consistent at pushing through. And you realize that you become consistent at being persistent. And that consistency in persisting makes you feel consistent. And then when you feel consistent, all of a sudden it's like, it's like that self-image aligns, right? With your words. Cause you first say, I want to be consistent. 
And then your actions, little by little, the more you push, the more you push, the more you push, all of a sudden you're there and you'll have the identity of being a consistent woman. Okay, seven. Last thing that holds people back that I'm going to discuss today is excuses. Oh, excuses, excuses, excuses. Yes, this holds a lot of people back. I say there's two things. I always say these to my teenagers. Well, to my boys, but I think with my teenagers that they know what I'm going to say when I start saying the sentence. And it's this, there's only two things in life. There's results and there's excuses. So I don't want to be stuck in excuses. I don't want to be blaming my circumstances. I don't want to be blaming other people or anyone else for my life. I take full responsibility for my life and the actions that I take. And when I don't succeed at something, you know, I could give myself grace. I'm, I can be kind to myself, but I know that at the end of the day, it is my responsibility. And it's very, oh, mamacita, it's so empowering when you take the reins of your life. When you feel like, you know what, whether I fail or I succeed, it's my doing. And it's really cool because you'll realize that that in itself, just that like self, that acceptance of the responsibility will give you the motivation and the drive to push forward the ganas. It will give you ganas when you take responsibility for your own life to make, to make your life what you want it to be. Cause you know, you'll know that it's your responsibility, that it's in your hands, that it's nobody else's fault that you don't have the job that you don't want to, that it's nobody else's fault that you don't live in another, like that you live where you live, that it's that all the decisions that you make are your decisions. And it's so such a great feeling because once you know, well, I can change my life and I'm empowered and I can do all these things for myself, you will start taking even more action because you'll say, yeah, it's nobody else's fault. My life is my life and I've literally made it and I've created, I'm the creator of my life. And that to me, I don't know, has been something that has really propelled me to go after the life that I desire to live. So anyways, I hope that you have been able to identify at this stage of your, in your life right now, you know, with something that you want to accomplish or something that you're dreaming of doing or being, that you have been able to identify something that might be holding you back. Because once you know what's holding you back, mamacita, it can't hold you back anymore because you can pinpoint it and then you, you know what monster you're going afterwards and you can destroy it. And you know for yourself, oh, it might be that I'm being a little bit negative. I gotta start being more positive. Maybe I'll start listening to more positive content. Maybe I'll start listening to really happy music. You know, you start taking steps to beat the monster that right now might be pushing you down. So I hope you like this episode. If you like it and you want to comment on it, go to mamasconganaspodcast.com forward slash 188. Mamasconganaspodcast.com forward slash 188. Don't let anything hold you back, mamacita. Turn those dramas into ganas. See you next week. Besitos. It's Valentina. Espero te gustó este episodio de nuestro podcast. If you liked it or if any of our content has inspired you in any way, I'd be ever so grateful if you showed some amorcito by reviewing us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. Every single review will help us reach more mamacitas so they can live their life con muchas ganas. It's because of you, our listeners, that we're able to create contenido para otras Latinas. 
Un millón de gracias por suscribirte, escuchar y compartir nuestro podcast. Si tienen preguntas, comentarios y más, pueden visitar nuestra página web mamasconganas.com or follow us on social media at mamasconganas. You can also write me directly at info at mamasconganas.com. Hasta la próxima. Es Valentina recordándote, don't be a mama con drama. Mm -mm. Let's be mamas con ganas. Besitos. Thank you.